1: Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I am your host, pharmacist Eric Christensen. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, go sign up at reallifepharmacology.com. Get your free 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. Uh, I pull in the most important clinical practice pearls, as well as the things that are most likely to show up on your uh, pharmacology exams throughout school as well as your uh, board exams, if you're a nurse, med student, or a pharmacy student. So uh, go check that out, reallifepharmacology.com. Uh, simply an email will get you access to that for free. All right, so the drug of the day today is Pramipexol. Brand name of this medication is Mirapex. This drug is a dopamine agonist. Uh, so mechanistically, what that means, it binds dopamine receptors, and it stimulates them. So it essentially has a similar effect to increasing the amount of dopamine in the brain. Uh, The primary receptor, uh, if you want to dig into the details a little bit, that it's going to bind and agonize is uh, D2, but it also has uh, effects on D3 and D4 as well. Now I want to um, reeducate you, remind you uh, the D2 receptor is often a primary target for antipsychotics, which block dopamine and don't and do the opposite of what Primapexol does, which is stimulate the effects of dopamine or stimulates these receptors. So really really important to remember that. Um, I have seen plenty of patients on both dopamine agonist medications as well as dopamine blocking agents. And we're essentially opposing each other's effects there. And I'll mention that again, of course, uh, in the drug interaction section. But understanding that mechanism of action, um, you should be able to understand that those drugs have kind of competing interests in the way they work. Uses of this medication. So Parkinson's disease. Uh, I will say it's pretty seldom that I see it used in Parkinson's anymore. Uh, The primary use that I see it used in is restless leg syndrome, okay? Uh, The primary difference in dosing between those, so Parkinson's, you're gonna dose it all throughout the day because patients have symptoms of Parkinson's all throughout the day typically. With restless leg syndrome, typically uh, people only notice those symptoms at rest. So when they're out and about during the day, You know, typically RLS doesn't bother patients as much. Now, it it can in some patients bother them all day. Um, But RLS is typically more of an evening, nighttime thing uh, when patients are feeling those symptoms. So what that means for dosing is you're typically going to uh, see Mirapex just dosed in the evening or uh, at bedtime. Uh, If it's for RLS, if it's for Parkinson's, you're going to see it all throughout the day. Now I did get a comment um, from somebody, and I think it's it's good certainly, um, and I, I wanted to to address that. Um, they wanted a little bit more mention of kind of place in therapy, and kind of guideline uh, based directive. So um, with that, primapexel, its place in therapy. Uh, I will say several years ago, I definitely used to see it first line all the time. Um, I think that's changed a little bit. I'm definitely seeing a little bit more so of uh, gabapentin uh, and some of the gabapentinoids like pregabalin, for example, as well. Um, However, you've got to weigh the risk-benefit profile and the adverse effect profile. Uh, So if you've got you know, somebody that maybe can't handle the excessive sedation or the, the more sedative nature of gabapentinoids, um, that might be a situation where maybe we utilize uh, pramipexol instead. So um, I will say I probably see gabapentinoids used more often, um, but you definitely want to weigh it, uh, the risk versus benefit of each agent, and also kind of match up that adverse effect profile clinically. Now, with that said, if gabapentin's not effective or pregabalin is not effective and or causes adverse effects, likely, you know, the obvious next step is going to be a dopamine agonist like ropinirole or pramipexol, as we're talking about today. Uh, adverse effect profile. Nausea, stomach upset. Uh, I have seen this happen. This is going to be worse as you escalate the dose. So generally, I haven't seen it too much with lower dosages used one time a day for RLS. Um, But keep in mind, as you escalate the the dose, you're probably more and more likely to see that nausea and vomiting, stomach upset, that can certainly happen. Uh, Constipation is also uh, reported a little bit there as well. And then uh, lower blood pressure. So pay attention to that in my patient population. Obviously, creating a geriatric patient population, creating more dizziness and lightheadedness, lower blood pressure that can be a bad thing if we push that blood pressure uh, too low. So, remembering that pramipexol can contribute to that um, is Im- is important. There, uh, fatigue has been reported um, with an agent like pramipexol as well. Uh, and then, of course, thinking back to that mechanism, if we essentially increase Um, activity of dopamine by stimulating receptors Uh, what that could cause is uh, hallucinations psychosis things like that Um, impulse control orders uh, control disorders have been reported as well so there's some psych changes uh, where there have been certainly case reports uh, of different psych changes happening with the use of these medications so, think about that with Primapexol. If you've got a patient with a, you know, really significant known psych history, you know, you might want to at least at a minimum use it very very cautiously or not at all if you've got other agents available there. Uh, another clinical pearl I've got to mention, be sure to check iron stores, okay? When you see pramipexol being used for RLS, you've got to make sure that we have assessed iron stores. I've seen this so many times where patient reports restless legs, they get put on gabapentin, they get put on pramapexol. and we never assessed if iron stores were adequate, okay? Uh, And if they aren't, Uh, They can definitely uh, display symptoms of restless leg syndrome if we don't have adequate iron supplementation or iron stores. So uh, do your uh, homework on that. Check a ferritin. Make sure we're assessing that before we're starting a drug like paropexol for uh, restless legs. Uh, Elimination. I wanted to mention that briefly. So Primapexol, and this differs a little bit from ropinirole, one of the other uh, commonly used dopamine agonists, uh, it is primarily eliminated by the kidney. So that's good in a sense for drug interactions where we don't have to worry about SIP interactions. You know, SIP uh, 1A2, for example, is an issue with ropinirole. You can go back and listen to that if you want to hear me talk about that a little bit. And um, But what that means is we do have to worry about is renal function. So if it's eliminated primarily through the kidney, uh, I've seen this numerous times in practice, you've got a patient with chronic kidney disease, and over time that renal function slowly deteriorates over months, years, and that drug can now uh, accumulate a little bit more because the kidney isn't working and functioning as Proper as it should and eliminating that drug so the drug starts to accumulate a little bit more and then cause adverse drug reactions like lower blood pressure, stomach upset, uh, some of the uh, psychosis issues may be at higher risk for um, higher concentrations in the blood as well. So generally, uh, my frame of reference for uh if you see a patient with a creatinine clearance less than 50... Um, Definitely look it up, do your homework. Or if you see a patient who's had pretty significant drops over a period of time in their renal function, uh, it's a good time to review all their medications, and pramapexol would be one that definitely could accumulate if that renal function has uh, dropped a significant extent to a, to a significant extent, excuse me there. All right, let's take a quick break from our sponsor and we'll wrap up with drug interactions. If you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study material, go check out meded101.com slash store, we have Got a growing list of great resources. Also, if you're a nurse, we got a recent uh, book just published, Meded 101 Guide to Nursing Pharmacology. Go check that out. Uh, If you're a physician student, PA, nurse practitioner student, we've got tons of books on case studies, drug interactions. Uh, so please go support the sponsor, meded101.com store store, and certainly your purchases there uh, help support this podcast and allow me to keep it free for all to be- benefit from. So I appreciate the support there. And uh, now we'll get into drug interactions with PramaPexol. So not a ton on the drug interaction list for PramaPexol. Uh, i alluded to one of the ones that i wanted to cover earlier so remembering the mechanism of action it being a dopamine agonist dopamine antagonist medications such as antipsychotics your uh, ziprazidone olanzapine risperidone haloperidol uh, and then a drug like metoclopramide as well which has dopamine blocking activity those can directly oppose essentially fight or counteract the effects of the dopamine agonist and vice versa. So definitely pay attention to that, um, and uh, also pay attention to uh, blood pressure when we add on primopexol. Uh And thinking about blood pressure, obviously any patient on an antihypertensive medication, you know, having additive effects, we've got to monitor blood pressure there. Um, but also drugs that you might not think about as much, you know, alpha blockers, maybe in BPH, PD5 inhibitors uh, in sexual dysfunction, uh, those type of medications as well that aren't maybe classically uh, uh, considered antihypertensives, but can certainly drop blood pressure. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, leave a rating review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Uh, Comments, questions, suggestions, um, you can reach out to me at mededucation101 at gmail.com or you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm relatively active and and check my messages there as well. So, uh, And that's Eric Christensen, uh, PharmD, BCPS, BCGP. I'm going to sign off for today. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day.